0: quote now at progressive.com to see if you could save progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates national average 12-month savings of 744 dollars by new customers surveyed who saved with progressive between june 2022 and may 2023 potential savings will vary discounts not available in all states and situations the legends are true but overwhelming power the sauce of destiny
1: yes
2: right. Welcome to a special episode of the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. It is special because right now I'm sitting in front of someone I really admire, someone I'm super excited to chat with. It's Ryan Serhant, and I'm going to hype him up just a little bit, provide some background, and then we'll hop right into it. And I I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, I know you will. In fact, I know Ryan has some amazing mindset, ideas, practices that are really help you be happier, more fulfilled, more confident, and that will help you expand uh, your life uh, in a lot of different ways. So be sure to share this episode if you like it. Tag me at Case.Kenny on Instagram. Tag Ryan. Uh, It means a lot to me. It helps the show grow. And it means a lot to, to Ryan and I as well. We're homies now. So uh, I titled this podcast, How to Expand Your Life with Ryan Serhant. And I did that because that's literally what we're talking about. And if you're familiar with Ryan, Million Dollar Listing, his vlog, his book, whatever, uh, he has a bit of a catchphrase. It's expansion always in always. In all ways. And I love that because it doesn't just apply to business or real estate or entrepreneurship. It applies to everything. It's about life, it's about expanding your mindset to help you grow into the person you're capable of becoming. And that's what Ryan and I are going to talk about today. Uh, so I'll do a quick intro. I don't think Ryan needs much of an introduction, but I'll do it anyway. Uh, Ryan's the man. Thirty-four, right? You're thirty-four? Yes. You're thirty-four. Uh real estate broker, best selling author, producer, of course, the star of Bravo's Million Dollar Listing, as well as sell like Sir Hant. Uh he's also the star of his YouTube series, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh new episodes on Wednesdays, I believe. Uh recently had a daughter, which is incredibly exciting. Uh you uh you're six three. Yes. Great hands, Great uh, uh, you're born in July, so I think you're a cancer. <laughs> We're hitting all the, all the all the hot topics, but um, so yeah, I'm super excited to chat. Uh, I, I won't, I don't want to go like too far back and ask you like, how did you get here? But just for, for context, you know, you graduated college in 2006, yeah. moved to New York, pursued your acting career, landed a role in a Soap lost a little bit of momentum, blah, 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 tried your hand, no pun intended, and some other things, yeah. modeling, hand modeling, whatever. Uh, and then you directed your efforts, your, your energy, your motivation into real estate. And then you, know, you fast forward from there, 2012, you're being called one of the top brokers agents in, in New York. And now 2019, things have obviously skyrocketed, which is amazing. Um, so I'm curious, really what I want to talk about is what happened in between there in regards to your mindset, how you expanded that. Sure. Right? So, uh, we'll talk about some of my favorite topics. um, One being confidence. um, I think. You're a very confident person. I'm, I'm curious, and I talk a lot about this on my podcast Is you know where does that confidence come from? Does it come from being successful, or is there something like more foundational for you? And I've, I've heard a lot of stories about you just going up to people on Park Avenue, so, trying to sell them real estate, just getting in their face. And that was before you were successful, yeah. right? So I'm curious, like, what is the mindset you have in regards to confidence? How are you? How are you confident? Uh,
1: well, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for listening. Uh, we are in my office right now, in, in Soho. So, if there's noise in the background, it's my team members trying to sell real estate who are super pissed off. I'm using the conference room for a <laughs> podcast. Um, so, yeah, man. I, I think like before I talk to you about confidence, I think like a, a big thing for me, and I know like a lot of people bring this up to me all the time, is like I I was never really good at anything like there was nothing i was great at you know like my like my little brother had a great arm So he was the pitcher, the quarterback, everything, and he was good at math. So he's now not a pro quarterback or pro baseball player, but he works at a bank and has a great life. You know, like my older brother was also had certain things he was great at. Like my older sister, Misty, she was really, really great at like networking. She knew everybody since she was like three years old. She went off to like run HR for one of the biggest companies ever. Like it just made a lot of sense for me growing up. Like there was nothing that I was like, man, I'm good at this thing or I'm great at this thing, I'm gonna follow this. I think I was like a lot of people where I was like, okay, I'm like, okay, at sports, kind of, you know, I was like, kind of overweight, like, I like TV, (laughs) like, there was no, there was no class that I was really great at, like, I wasn't an F student, but I wasn't like an A plus student either, you know, like, I worked really, really hard for my B's and B pluses and any A's that I got, honestly, were because I figured out how to use the system um, and work the teacher. Right. So if there was anything that I was great at, and I didn't realize this until much later, but like throughout high school, middle school, high school and college was like, I saw that my success came to me best when I used the system against itself and figured out where the power was coming from and then went directly to that power and put it into my court, which was going to the teachers. Right. So like with real estate. It was, I'm not like the best real estate agent. I'm not even from New York City. The best real estate agents in New York City are from New York City. Jeff Bezos just bought an apartment for $80 million yesterday um, from a broker who was born and bred in manhattan he's a huge broker much older than me but a huge broker and this is what he does like i came here with no intention of ever doing real estate so you know i think to anybody who's listening who is like well yeah but you know he has real estate in his brain the whole time and that's why he does real estate sales and that's how he got on that show it's like it couldn't be further from the truth i just said yes to as many different opportunities as i possibly could um because who knows right and like talking on talking to strangers and starbucks and park avenue like you were mentioning like my confidence at those times came from an utter lack of confidence and the fact that like i had nothing to lose like there's um a moment when i was a little kid that like played a huge role in my life later at the time it freaked me the fuck out um but we had just moved from basically moved from long island to outside boston to this house in the middle of nowhere. And my parents moved us all the time. I moved like eight times before I hit fourth grade. And so we always had to make new friends. And I was 10 years old. Uh, we moved into a town called Topsfield on the North shore of, 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 Massachusetts. Um, and my dad took me and my little brother who's seven, like the day, the moving trucks were there and said, come on, we're going to make friends. And we're like, what do you, what do you mean? And I, oh, that day is I burned into my memory because it was so terrifying. Um, But he's like, we literally, my dad marched us down as if it was like a chore. And we knocked on everyone's door in a walking radius to our house. And we had to say hello and say, hi, my name is Ryan. I'm 10 years old. I just moved in across the street. Would you like to be my friend? And it was terrifying and awful. But at the same time, it like. Burned into my skull, like, what's the worst that can happen from going up and saying hi to people? Like, the world only exists the way it does now because there's seven and a half billion of us making a move, you know? So, it's like that little thing that my dad did to me, plus like the learning how to use teachers to get better grades and not necessarily knowing the information better, is what kind of gave me the confidence to then be a real estate agent, which I got into totally by random anyway.
2: No, I love that. I think. Things like that in your childhood, sure, those can be pivotal. I think this is actually a good timing. I just wrote a a blog on Pursuit today about the fact that in life in, in dating in business and sales, whatever, I, I don't think anyone is ever out of your league. Sure. No one is more worthy than you, and in, in that sense, and like it, with in respect to that, like I have no fear in ever reaching out to anyone sure. about anything, whether I'm selling them something, my background is sales, or trying to get someone on my podcast. Emailed you, whatever. Sure. Um, I really believe that. So it sounds like you would obviously agree with that, right? Yeah, man. Like if you ever like walked through a mall
1: and seen like a beautiful girl with a guy and you're like what the fuck how did that guy get that girl you know and it's because he had no shame. That guy has no shame. He's not shy about anything. And sometimes, just like in that movie, The Beautiful Mind, no one goes after the hottest girl because they're so afraid of rejection, right? Which is probably something you've written about a lot. But like, it's, um, so like the, going after the big fish is sometimes a lot easier because people just don't want to talk to them because they're like, you know what? I'm never gonna get him anyway. So I'm just gonna go and pitch these other people, which is a totally fine business model too, right? Like it's it, it really depends on what you're selling and what you're trying to do. But but it is an interesting idea.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, it is interesting. I mean, I think, yeah, people all assume that they're out of their league. Yeah. And therefore, no one's reaching out to them. Yeah. So, when someone does reach out to them, they're like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. So, I think I think it's super cool. Um, so, an, another thing on along the line of, of confidence, I, I've done one of my most popular episodes is on the idea of big dick energy. Sure. Right? So, it's the idea of... of being really confident, not having douchey swag, but just being like really secure in yourself. So it's like humble confidence. Yeah. How, do, how do you um, how do you balance being humble and confident? Like I know like you've talked a lot about branding yourself, about standing up for yourself, projecting your value. I mean, I walk in here, your name's everywhere. You got all great press about yourself, which I think is freaking awesome. Yeah. But you're also humble in a, to an extent that, you know, it's not overbearing. So like what is your advice in life? Is like wanting to be confident? But also the need to be humble because that's relatable and it builds rapport. Like, what is the balance there?
1: Yeah, you gotta walk a fine line between, you know, being really, really shy and not promoting yourself and being a total asshole. Like there's a seesaw of that between like fear and confidence. You know, so like on one side of the seesaw, if you're too afraid all the time, you're never gonna talk to that girl, you're never gonna pitch that guy, you're never gonna wake up every morning, you'll be too afraid to do anything on the flip side, if you're on the other side of the seesaw sitting there and you're way too confident, then you're just an asshole. Like, and no one wants to work with you. Like there's, I mean, like, listen, I'm a real estate broker. Most real estate brokers are on the confident side and they're the worst people ever. Like they talk about that one deal they did all the time. It was huge. You know, they're just terrible, terrible people to deal with. You don't want to work with them. Um, so it's about trying to find that balance where you're, you you use a little bit of fear to propel yourself every day and keep you humble because right? like I'm not the best real estate broker ever. Like there are people who do much bigger sales than I do. There's people who are much wealthier than me. There's like there's so many other people that like I are you know my clients are the ones with all the money. Um, so that definitely keeps me humble and keeps me working every day because for me too, as a salesperson, I'm only as good as my last sale. Like sure. I had a great year in 2017. Um, but like 2018 was hard. <laughs> like it's, you know, so I'm trying to like get back to where we were in 2017 and the market's been kind of, um, shifting downwards. And then on the confidence side, it's just a matter of, uh, I think just knowing your own self-worth, right. And it's about not trying to prove yourself like a Jack Russell Terrier is overconfident and that's why they're so yeah, Yappy because they're consistently trying to prove themselves. Like we're not small, we're we're big. I'm a big dog, and then you yap 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 yap. Those are the people you meet who like name drop and they talk 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 talk. Like there's like you talk about big dick energy. Like there's something about like that quiet confidence where you just you know you're great. You know that you're the best person for this position but you don't need to tell everybody, right? You just, you show them. It's like that show and tell. Like one of the things you do when you're an actor, when you first start in acting classes, they do show and tell exercises where like most people wanna say like, oh man, I'm really depressed right now. This is my feeling right? Whereas the best actors don't have to tell you that they show it to you. And you see that in their face and you see that in their eyes and you're like, Oh wow, they're really feeling something. Same thing for work, same thing for dating, same thing for anything in life, right? It's show versus tell. Just keep that in mind.
2: Absolutely. No, I love that. I think, and I want to hone in on something you said there, you know, it's, it's keeping yourself humble. And one of the things I was reading about you and looking at videos, you talk about your first, uh, the, the first house you represented, the first property, $14 million property, right? That you invested all the time and effort in and you, and you didn't sell it, right? Yeah. Going way back.
1: Yeah, it's like and, up on my wall. That right, article. You've got the, Terrible. you've got the,
2: yeah, as a reminder, right? So I'm curious within you thinking about that, thinking about who you are now and people will be like, man, this guy never fails. You know, he's, he's the stud. I'm sure you fail all the time. And then I'm curious with that as the context, I have this idea that I've done podcasts on. It's my "nah bigger concept is anything that you think about, whether it's success or relationships or personal development or just challenging yourself. you always think, nah, bigger. Like I could think bigger, I could 10 X that idea. How do you balance thinking bigger while continuing to stumble here and there? I I know you, you're always thinking bigger. You're always representing bigger properties, entire buildings, larger buyers, but I'm sure within that you're failing all the time. So how do you balance the desire to think bigger, but also reconcile the fact that, you know, even at your state right now, you're still, you're still messing up.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, That's a big question. And there's like two parts to that. But I think that um, everything is relative, right? Like my fears today and what I stumble on today are the greatest fucking thing in the world to Ryan 10 years ago like that's why I, like in the book I talk about future Ryan a lot cuz I like I live for myself in the future. Like I don't do anything for anybody else. I live for Ryan when he's 70 years old because before I know it life goes by so fast. I'm going to be 70 and thank fucking god I did what I'm doing today right now instead of trying to wait. So but it's also the true for the reverse. Like you know, today if I lost a 40 million dollar deal, right? To me, it would be devastating, awful, terrible failure, but to Ryan 10 years ago, right? In 2009, when I was renting apartments in Koreatown, like trying to pay rent trying to pay the bills, that Ryan, to be like, holy shit, you have a $40 million client who almost signed a car co- that's amazing yeah, where did you yeah. find that person do you wear suits every day do you still do you have your own bathroom yet like you know life is relative and yeah. then ryan 10 years before that is in school trying to figure out how to finish this english lit paper on a book i didn't even read and that was my stress right. so like everything is relative and the only thing that really changes are your experience so like what you have to base success off of or failure off of and um uh, is your experience and what was like it's in lifestyle right and like your lifestyle changes so like the more money you make the more money you spend so it's like failures today are like shit man do you know what my bills are these days um and but listen dude failure like last monday i lost 11 deals um it was the worst monday i've ever had it was like my black monday in my entire career and my first day in this business was the day lehman brothers filed for bankruptcy so and on that day, I didn't even have 11 clients to lose deals for. The market's really bad in in the U S right now, definitely in New York city. So it's like, it was just a brutal day where everyone was pulling out. Like everyone was pissed off. Sellers were canceling. It was just like one thing after another. Um, and so I fail way more than I succeed. Like we lose deals all the time and I try to talk about it as much as I possibly can. The problem is, is success begets success, you know, and I don't get future business from people who who hear me talking about failures. So like on podcasts and things like that, in the book and the vlog, I try to talk about it as much as possible to help as many other people as I can. And maybe other people will get into real estate and one day work with me. And that'll be awesome. But for clients, like right there, you're looking at a postcard that I send out every single month, right? Based on numbers from last year, I sell a house every 17 hours and 15 minutes. So like, that's what I tell people and put it out there because then people get that postcard and they get that mailer and they're like, Oh, I want to hire Ryan. Later on, they'll say, yeah, he probably loses deals too, but no one wants to hire the person who fails. You want to hire the person who's successful. So, like, I stand on top of a mountain and promote my success all the time because no one else will.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. No, I appreciate you sharing that. I mean, I don't don't think many people would know that you have bad days. I think people would look at you and be like, Ryan's a stud. He's out here, you know, so I I appreciate you sharing that. I think like to your point, and I super, super agree that everything is relative. And I talk a lot about this on the podcast that like what really comforts me in life and in business is that time in general solves everything. The problems I had five years ago aren't the problems I have now. I've leveled up. And like to me, that's really comforting. The fact that I know through confidence and self-esteem and just the value of time that there's nothing that I can't handle in the future.
1: Yeah, man. Time heals all wounds yeah. and time kills all deals. <laughs> like that's, that's like the two things. There you go. Like time will kill the deal and yeah. then over time,
2: you'll also forget about it. It's like yeah. this weird fucked up construct. Yeah. I mean, I've been in sales for a long time. That's my background. I've lost a lot of deals and the the wounds are still there, but they don't they don't hurt as much anymore. Yeah. I have I have new I have new problems. Yeah. So sometimes I'll even yeah. like
1: when bad things happen, even when I was younger, like a breakup or like a bad grade yeah. or like anything, I would like mentally in my mind say, okay, right now it's it's June. All right, I'm gonna put in my calendar August first. This isn't gonna matter, right? Right? And like then I, by the time August first shows up and I see it in my calendar and it literally <laughs> will say, how do you feel about one fifty one West Seventeenth <laughs> yeah. Street dying? I'm like. What the hell deal was that? I can't even yeah. remember what the, and it's just like that, like a, a little trick. That's something that I do right now. Like a little trick like that helps because it helps set like the pain in the future. And then it, so it eases it today. And then by the time you get there, you start to build muscle memory that reminds you that like everything is relative. Nothing is forever. Yeah. So any like brick wall that I hit today, I don't linger on it whatsoever because I know based on past experience that in a week a month two months it's literally not gonna matter anymore yeah. and i'm not even gonna care so i might as well just use the fucking fire that i have for this failure today i'm gonna
2: step on top of it and go get something else yeah i love that man yeah i think you just need little like life hack to yourself, actually to yeah. put put it into your calendar that way it works that's great that's awesome that's i haven't even thought of that um Cool. So, uh, transitioning a little bit, one of my favorite vlogs of yours was the one you did recently on self discipline. Yeah. I think that's great. People reach out to me all the time. They're like, hey, so how are you so disciplined? You're you're creating content, content, content. You're successful here, here, and here. Like, how do you have enough time? Like, how do you how do you stay motivated? I'm sure you get the same question because you're go 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 go. You're very disciplined about your health, about your body, about your success. I, I'm curious, like, and I, I watched the vlog, but I'd love to get your your second opinion here. Great is is it was great. <laughs> it was very serious, but, uh, I was like, oh, wow, he's gonna, he's gonna change my life right here. Uh, I, th- I think you did. So is, is self-discipline about adding habits or subtracting habits? Cause you talked about like simplifying things yeah. as well. So what's, what's your two cents on that? I think it's hard to add
1: habits because like you'll try to like, okay, I want my habit. I want to wake up every day at 5am, right? I want to go to the gym get an hour more to my day but like, how do you add that as a habit? Like you got to create the habit first. So I think to create discipline, the, the easiest thing to do is to remove bad habits, right? Remove bad habits. And what I talk about in that vlog and what works really well in sales too, and everything we do is creating like account buddies. So like an accountability buddy to basically you like have an agreement with someone and you just say, I cannot drink wine Monday through Friday. Like, I have a problem with wine. I drink it and then it makes it hard for me to wake up. I like going out to dinners. You have to fucking make me do this, you know? And if you don't have that person, you're going to wake up on Monday. No one's going to give a shit and you're going to drink. Two glasses of wine on Monday night. And you know it's going to give you a headache. You're going to wake up. Like, and you're not going to be happy. You're not going to go to the gym. And then another week's going to go by. And then it's going to be your New Year's resolution at the end of the year. And then a year of your life has gone by when all it took was you reaching out to one person who could help you, who could become your accountant buddy that way, to remove that bad habit. And just you do it in baby steps. I think a lot of people, that's why New Year's resolutions don't work. Like a lot of people, they just go cold turkey. It's like quitting smoking. Like, I'm going to stop today. You've done it for nine years. <laughs> like how how do you how do you think overnight you're gonna stop that one thing? Do it in baby steps. If you smoke ten cigarettes a day, tomorrow, literally try eight. See if you can do it. And try eight for like a week. I'm like, don't go cold turkey. You can kill yourself a little bit longer. Next week, try six. Right? Six and a half. Like try to put one out. Right. Next week. Four and a half. Slowly, 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 you will need to smoke less, right? Um, And the same thing happens for anything that we do in trying to remove bad habits. And in removing bad habits, you're creating new good ones. So removing the habits of smoking 10 cigarettes a day to try to get down to four or two or one cigarette a day is creating a new good habit that is smoking less. So you don't have to stress yourself out that you need to create good habits in order to be self-disciplined. You remove the bad ones that are making you upset, that are making you even think about being more self-disciplined in the first place. Cause that's why you're thinking about it. Cause you're like, shit, I, I don't, I don't like the fact that I don't never have clean clothes, you know, like it's like little things like that get to people and then it pisses you off. You get depressed and it eats into your life. Remove those down. You'll create good habits. Like by default, it yeah. just happens.
2: Yeah. I think people would be surprised by the impact of simplifying your life that when you remove bad habits, bad mindsets, things that are just noise and bullshit in your head that then you're free to create those good habits. Yeah. So I I really agree with that. Um, and I think it makes you happier, which is something the last topic that I want to cover with sure. you is like, everything that I do, you know, I just want to I just want to be a happier dude. I think everyone wants that way, right? Whether that's you're happier, because you're more successful. And when you're more successful, you, you're fulfilled, and you have less things to worry about with money or whatever, all relative, of course, you wrote something on Instagram, I'll read it real quick that I really loved about happiness. And then we could chat about it. You said, Choose to wake up happy no matter what because I guarantee that one day each one of us will be on our deathbeds regretting the things we never tried, the missed potential, and lost opportunities. Wake up happy. You're here for a reason today. There's something for you to do that no one else is capable of. Let's find out what that is and surprise everyone. It's going to be amazing. I promise. I love that. So let's... How, how does one realistically wake up with that attitude? It's a very grateful attitude. I think sometimes we get lost in everything that's going on in our lives. So, like, what's what's practical advice? Like, you're, you're a happy guy. I think you have a very happy-go-lucky attitude. But you're also serious and you, you 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 take your career seriously and your family. Like, how does it work?
1: Clinical depression aside, right? Um, I think that like, happiness in my mind is... Like a choice. Like, there are days where things are bad, but it makes me feel better to be upset. Like, it's almost like comfort food to be sad, to cry, to be depressed and angry. Misery loves company. There are days where that is comfort food to you. It makes you feel better. Being happy pisses you off. You see happy people and you're like, fuck you with your smile. Do you know what I'm going through? but those people with their smiles are going through shit at the same exact time. They're just choosing to look out the sunny side of the window instead of the rainy side, you know? Um, and so for me, like waking up happy is all about progress, you know? And like I, there's what Tony Robbins has said a 10,000 times, like progress is happiness. And that's like evolution, right? That's like human race. That's insects. Like you, if you wake up every day, at least thinking about something that you're, progressing towards or you're doing something a little bit extra today or you're trying to get something done today because on saturday things are going to be awesome or you're trying to make a little bit more money this month to afford your vacation in july like that's progress and that progress will keep you motivated and that motivation will keep you happy that's why solitary confinement will kill people because it's like you don't even have to physically abuse them it's it's, progress runs out and you die like bunny rabbits like if you're just in that cage like they die you know and so like progress is happiness so think about little ways that you can add progress to your life if it's like waking up a little bit earlier and that's progress for you, that's what it is. If it's like staying in the office five minutes later and that's progress for you, that's what it is. If it's, you know, for me in sales, it's all about meeting as many people as you can because you never know. And so like it's meeting an extra person a day. Like when I first started as a real estate agent, I tried to meet between three and five people a day. And there were days where I would lose deals, make no money, like really, really pissed off. But you know what? I'm going to have a successful day because I'm going to go to the street and I'm going to meet five more people. And then guess what? Now I have control over my life today. I don't care what anybody else says. And these deals that died and shit and life sucks. I just met five more people. I met 10 people today that I never knew before. I'm going to put them all in my database. I'm going to shoot them an email once a month. One of those people might turn out to know someone who knows someone who knows someone who, knows someone who might affect my life for the better down the line tomorrow, 10 years from now, whatever. Ten people times three hundred and sixty-five is three thousand six hundred and fifty new people you never knew before. Like that's insane, and all you have to do is like tap people on the shoulder, you yeah, know. And it's yeah. it's like nuts to me. So, like those are my thoughts on progress, yeah, and in right. the progress is happiness all day long.
2: Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I love that. I think that's a great way to wrap up. I mean, I think yeah, there is a certain element of decision, whether it's a decision to actually go out and do the things that represent progress to yourself, or to the decision in your mind to actually appreciate the small elements of progress in your life. Cause I, I know they're there. Like a lot of people are like, well, I'm not making progress, but I think if you take the time to show gratitude and really just reflect on what you're doing, there's, there's always elements of progress in your life. You just need to be honest with yourself. And we
1: are so much more capable of doing things than we ever anticipated. It's like any SUV, you buy, if you have an SUV and you live in the United States, you're using 10% of that SUV's power. Like it's yeah. like, yeah. you know, like you, we have, you have a, you have a, you have a uh, what, what, what does it even stand for? Like, a you know, it's like the all-terrain vehicles, yeah, four-wheel drive like military, and you yeah. drive it down paved roads to <laughs> the fucking the suburbs, pharmacy. Right. right. Yeah. And you come back and you have it because it has more space and you don't want to have a minivan because that's lame. Like that's why people have SUVs and we don't even use it. So like when I go by cemeteries, I think about like, man, I wonder if like like the greatest fucking singer of all time is in that cemetery and we just will never know it because he didn't get out of bed and go to more singing classes like like that sucks and I, we can end it on like one of my favorite movies of all time is Whiplash. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, of course. Whiplash Great is an movie. amazing movie. Wow, it's, it's, it's the most motivating movie yes. I've ever seen. Yes. It's a brutal movie to watch, but like at the end of it you are so motivated to be like holy shit there is something inside of me that if someone else isn't going to beat it out of me, I need to beat it out of myself because we're going to hold the world back from knowing that I can do X, Y, and Z. And that's where that confidence comes from. Yeah.
2: Hell yeah. Thank you. Of course. That, that's a good that's a great way to end thanks up, for man. having me i'd stand up right now if i want to. uh what what can i promote for you what's going on the vlog
1: yeah man the million dollar listing comes back this summer watch that on bravo uh the vlog on youtube go to youtube.com slash ryan surhant very different from anything else we do it just follows my day and my thoughts on life and then instagram twitter facebook at ryan Surhant. and you can always email me ryan at ryan i respond
2: cool you do yeah awesome well, uh, thank you for being here, guys. Make sure you listen and share if you enjoyed the episode. Share it with someone who's looking to expand their life. Share it with someone who is expanding their life and that you're really proud of. Be sure to tag myself at Case.Kaney on Instagram. Go ahead and tag Ryan at Ryan surhant Watch the vlog. It is really awesome. It's a great, a great side of him you might not see uh, on Bravo. So until next episode, I'm out.
0: BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash new mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash new mindset.